Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cheap Show. It's a new year and it's been shit for me so far. I'm Eli Silverman and here's the co-host of our delightful poddy pod, Paul Gannon. Hello, Paul. Hello, Eli. How you doing, mate? Yeah. It's a new year. It's a new year. Cheap Show back in the hizzy, yo. Yes, we're back. We're back coming at you for another show full of tat, bric-a-brac, knickknacks and Paddy Wax. It's the Comedy Economy podcast. Oh, yeah, that's what I forgot to call it. You forgot the whole podcast. No, you, that's, oh, it's, it's fine. I like you doing it. It's nice. It's the Poddy Comedy Dobbity Bob. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you would have said. For fuck's sake. Uh, so, um, uh, I thought this week what we'd do is because um, we need, you know, downloads, I'd uh, be cynical and talk about Star Wars for most of it so I can call this one the Star Wars special, even though, up front, not that much Star Wars content in this episode. Okay. But. I thought we'd start with it, because have you seen Star Wars? I certainly have. Uh, you, me, and apparently the whole world. I've all seen it, yes. You know, the weird thing is, though, I read recently online that it's gonna it's breaking all records all over the place. It yes. broke records in China, in Russia, in Europe, in America, obviously, box office, this, that, and the other. It smashed Avatar, it smashed Titanic. However, worldwide gross of all time around the world, analysts are saying it will still never beat Avatar. And I don't get how that's possible. Myself and everyone I know has not seen Avatar. I could say that sentence better. Uh, neither no, myself, <laughs> neither myself or anyone I know ha- has seen it. And you're right. Most people I've spoken to haven't seen it. So how the fuck has that film become the most massive film of all time? Perhaps uh, diff- foreign markets. Uh, you know, like uh, perhaps like a lot of people in China went to see it. For example, the only thing I can think of is because it was super 3D high def IMAX versions of it. You know, maybe it was twice the ticket price, which means only one hat person had to see it once for it to be double the ticket yeah. uh, you know because uh, ticket sales and grosses don't correlate because di- by that logic the tickets cost different amounts of money because they still reckon you know it, with inflation adjusted uh, adjusted sorry it's uh, Gone with the Wind still the biggest film of all time or something daft like oh, that really? or Cleopatra it's one of those two but I think it's Gone with the Wind um, have you tried I to hate... watch Gone with the Wind yeah boring boring and racist <laughs> yeah it is I just I just don't see why Avatar still so huge Either people are lying and said and went to see it, and then we're like, oh, I'm not going to tell people I went to see that. Well, it's not that embarrassing. It's not like you know. Oh, I don't know. I saw. I've, I've not seen all of it. I've seen enough of it to know that. Um, I, I, I don't think I could sit through it all. Really? I saw most of it in a HMV in London when it was playing on one of the big screens, and the DVD came out. And I think I watched the last half hour when it looks like a giant PS4 cutscene. Yeah, just a, just doesn't hold a lot of interest for no, me. No, and that's why I'm surprised that Star Wars will never outgross it. I don't get it. Did you like it? Mm. Oh. oh. oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. It, I, it was enjoyable. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to really? enjoy it. Yeah, because those prequels put me off Star Wars in a massive well, way. Well, they would put you off being alive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those put, prequels would put you off seeing things with your eyes. Yeah. Uh, many a child stuck pencils into their eyes after watching Jar Jar Binks say, Misa gonna die now? I see. Honestly, the yeah. second film, the Attack of the Clones, is it? Yeah, Attack of the Clones. That that was a very boring film. Oh, what with all the love interest story I and just, the whole rolling about the film. I can't remember anything about it. It's like... Here's the plot, okay? Um, Anakin and uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi decide to look a bit more into this clone thing that's going on. And then I fall asleep and I wake <laughs> yeah. up at the bit where they're all attacking things in a giant kind of gladiator arena. Yeah. And I know uh, the guy who... Here's the interesting thing as well. Do you know the guy who played um, uh, Jar Jar Binks? Because he was like um, the guy who... I've was... met him. Have you? Yes. 
Because he did an interview recently saying how that film destroyed his life. Uh, totally, yeah. Because he was like, because because he, he was saying everyone talks now about Andy Serkis and his work as as Gollum and all the motion capture things. He was actually the first guy to kind of spearhead that yes. acting. Um, no one gives two shits though because <laughs> he's he was the most hated Jar character of all time. Yeah, yeah. and I don't even think he was a dancer. So he didn't. He came from a slightly different background than Circus. Yeah, I think they wanted the more. The he was in Stomp. Oh, really? That's how I met him. I was the usher on the. Oh, on Stomp, Stomp. in uh, the Roundhouse in London. Oh. I went for an audition. Yeah. For Stomp. Stomp yeah. <laughs> and he was Jar Jar Binks guy was taking my audition. How? Wow. And I had to do this drumming thing. Yeah. Give us a little taste. What did I, you do? No, I messed it up. I messed it up real bad. <laughs> it was like four bars or something, and like I stopped like halfway through the third or something. Do you have like. any idea that if someone came around to me now and said, "Paul, we invented time travel. You can go anywhere in time at all," I'd be like, "I want to see Eli audition for Stomp." <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a glorious moment for me, but you know. What was your? Did you have to just pretend to hit drums, or yes. and then it was a sort of around? a rhythm, a rhythm exercise, just yeah. like you know, it was a bit of a cat, call, a cattle call. You know, yeah, it wasn't like. You know, I'd got through the first... It's like chorus line, that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. One. <laughs> Singular sensation. sensation. Oh, I'm stomping. I'm stomping. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I my hands were like lumps of ham <laughs> and uh, my rhythm, what little sense of natural rhythm I have, went out the window and I messed it up big stuff. Oh, I'd love to. And the they, they both, yeah. They Should just... we call an ambulance? Is he having a stroke? <laughs> They looked at each other and then sort of shook their head, and oh. that was it. Yeah, oh. a lot of auditions like that. <laughs> <laughs> what you go in and audition for Stomp? Yeah, we're doing a, we're doing a, the Dollhouse. Uh, oh, Stomp, <laughs> Stomp. Um, so anyway, that guy, yeah. Um, Jar-Jar had he Binks. been Jar Jar? Yeah, well, I got the last laugh, didn't yeah. I? <laughs> yeah. You did. Yeah. No, you're not universally reviled no. by the internet. No. Was that was he Jar Jar before that? Or after that? After. You know, he must have done Jar Jar the, the year after or whatever. Oh. Got, got the gig. He didn't know what was in store for him. God. He yeah. was like, a, you know. He did an stomp. interview and it was just really sad. He was saying, I should have been spearheading the whole motion capture thing. And I worked closely with uh, Lucas to, you know, create this character and this, that and the other. And, and now people hate me. He says the worst thing about it was uh, all the licensing he got because his toy was really unpopular. And he'd see people smash it and complain about it. And then there was a lollipop that came out of Jar Jar Binks and the lollipop was grossly badly designed because it was Jar Jar's head and when you squeezed his head it opened up and the tongue popped out and that was the lollipop you had to suck on that sounds horrific so like you know, ten-year-old kids having to French kiss Jar Jar Binks to get his <laughs> sweet nectar. It's just a horrible design. Me, me so sexy. Oh, <laughs> me like oh, tickle your tonsil. <laughs> That's not how he sounded. What did he sound like? Something like that. He said miso, didn't he? Me, miso horny. No, that's not <laughs> no. it at all. That's not. Still, still racist though. That whole first film is massively racist. Yeah, it's, hmm. uh, yeah. it's like George Lucas. Maybe don't make the Trade Federation. Obviously Chinese. Yeah. Maybe don't, and maybe don't make uh, all the Gungans Jamaican, Lucas. Yes. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't do a George Lucas impression, unfortunately. That sounded that was convincing. Yeah, it's kind of the thing is, if I do it, if I do it, it sounds more like Kermit. It's like, yeah, okay, I'm George Lucas, and uh, I'm the Muppet Show tonight. Yoda. Mm. Yoda. He, he probably just doesn't care though, he does he? Give two fucks. I mean, the thing is, he's. He gave the world Star Wars and ILM and THX. And for that, the cinema industry will always be, you know, thankful. The prequels were misjudged, but they were at least his films. Exactly pure his vision. Just misguided. And I just, it's, 
It's when he said, oh, selling his characters off in the world of Star Wars was like selling his children to white slavery. <laughs> Maybe go easy on the metaphors, George. Not not quite as bad as that, George, yeah, really, because no, 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 you're no, no, still no. massively rich, and yeah. Uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he got, I, mean. I think it was $4 billion, I think he sold it all for. Really? Yeah. Now, in his... Not in his defense, but basically he said he sold it all off so he could keep his uh, people at Skywalker Ranch in work. He said if he sold it all off and made it a kind of, you know, um, a, a big sale, then they all stay in work. They all stay at ILM. They all get to keep their jobs. So he did keep it for the right reasons and sell it off for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, so you, but you enjoyed uh, the new Star Wars. I enjoyed it a lot. It was lots of fun. It felt like watching a Star Wars film, which the prequels didn't. Yes. You know, yes, it was, you know, very similar to New Hope in terms Ooh, of plot. Very similar. But J.J. Abrams said he did that on kind of purpose to kind of make it very familiar to the audiences. So by the end of it, they've got a brand new start. Yeah, he place. said he did it on purpose. Now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, I'm J.J. Abrams. <laughs> and uh, I sold, I, I did that on purpose. Yeah. Uh, 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 fancy waka waka. Yeah, uh, he, uh, yeah, it was enjoyable. There were certain aspects such as Carrie Fisher that were. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Daisy Ridley. That's her name, isn't it? Uh, the Ray character, yeah. yeah. Did you get the feeling, yeah, that she had some trouble with some of those lines? Uh, I really did. I really, I well, thought like, she was really good. Yeah, she was really good. But what I just got of... this feeling of certain lines that it looked like they that was the fiftieth take or something. And maybe, but the thing is, it's gobbledygook all that stuff. So when you're trying yeah. to say I can feel the force within my brothers, you yeah. just think, oh. No one's going to make also, that easy. Also, uh, no, I don't, it's not easy. And also, because you're acting with lots of green screen puppets not, all around that's you. That's the thing, so. not that much. There was very little of that done, allegedly, in that film. Certainly compared to the prequels, most of the things you saw were practical sets and yeah. practical props. That's what I did I did enjoy, the whole look. It looked real. And all the, the creature design, and I, I just thought that was really good. And I can never remember his name, David Boy, Boyag, Boyaga, Boy, he was in Attack of the Block. Boyiga. Uh, Boyiga. He was great in it. In fact, he was the most interesting character. Yeah. He being was, a stormtrooper who, he was you very know, good. and Hans Scholle gets killed. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what he did because yeah, um, the thing is okay so I, I was going to say spoilers but I have already done that I've spoiled it that's the, that's the only spoiler isn't it that's it really and the thing is uh, Harrison Ford said way back at Return of the Jedi he wanted to get his character killed off then and they didn't do it and so basically he went alright I'll come back this one last fucking time but please fucking kill me off. I can't be running around with a blaster anymore at no. my age. He, he my seems age. so weary in everything yeah. he does, doesn't he, these days? Although I will say this. At least in this film, it looked like he was acting. Yeah. As opposed to like sleepwalking and talking at the same time, which is nearly every role he's been in. Ender's game. Oh, my God. It was like watching. It was like watching someone animate a plank of wood. <laughs> Not not a great performance. It was all right in Indiana Jones, but Indiana Jones had its own problems. But, you know, you see, he looked like he was having fun in that role again. Yeah, I guess. And that was the important thing. There was no little moments like that. Um, I enjoyed it. So what I thought we'd do is talk about Star Wars knockoffs today. Oh, cool. Yeah, because um, have you heard of the Turkish Star Wars? No. Okay, so what uh, the Turkish film industry like to do is they like to um, oh yeah, basically make knockoffs. There's a Turkish Star Wars, there's a Turkish Rocky. Any film that was huge in the West, they would make on a fraction of the budget uh, for about eight shekels. I don't know what they what, use. Did they remake the film or did they just sort of take like, some elements and uh... basically steal everything? But I mean, okay, I'll tell you a little bit more about it actually. I've got some information here. This film was informally, informally known as the Turkish Star Wars. It made in 1982. It's called, in Turkish, uh, The Man Who Saved the World. 
Uh, it's a copyright. This is what this website says. Well, that uh, could be Luke Skywalker, couldn't he? Yeah. The copyright infringing sci-fi picture actively steals footage, music, and imagery from Lucas original. Oh, they literally film. take footage. They like first of all, you'd see the guy who's this Turkish superhero. So you know, it's like flares and a bad jacket and the Turkish haircut, and he's like blah blah blah. blah. I don't know how they talk. I'm I'm, I'm ignorant. Oh, and then it like it would say to space, and then it would literally cut to footage of Tie Fighters and X Wings and the Star Wars music kicking off, and then it would cut back to some hokey set. Is there not some kind of international copyright law that they could fall foul of? Yeah, there is, and uh, Turkey don't give a fuck. Okay, so they're just at all. Like... Uh, what I'll do is I'll play you a clip from this advert online that kind of talks about the trailer in itself, and people can find out more about it here. Uh, here's the trailer. You can listen to it now. In a time when few Western films made it into the country, Turkish filmmakers came up with a daring plan. With only three cameras and a truck full of fuzzy costumes, they would attempt to remake the most ambitious science fiction movie ever attempted. Now, 30 years later, film recovers this film from the vault to release the first English version. This October, Film Music welcomes you to the dark side of Turkish cinema. And we are staying. The battle of dark forces has started. You cannot resist your feelings and conscience. Tears are the only true expression of the mortal human. His love is hope. Celebrating their release with a special live performance, creating all the sound for the film live on stage at the Hollywood Theater. <laughs> Star Wars. So yeah, that's what this this film company in America did. They got the print, cleaned it up, and did a live performance of it with all special effects and dubbing and all that kind of stuff. But you saw from the trailer, they only showed the footage that they actually filmed. You know, right. all the kind of weird costumes and people in purple suits going... It look, yeah, it doesn't look very good. No, not at all. Uh, uh, but if you want to go online, you can check it out because they also do a Turkish Superman, and again, still music, still clips, still special effect shots, all that kind of stuff for it. Um, apparently, though, it wasn't the only one. There's There's been loads of blatant Star Wars knockoffs. Jason of Star Command, do you remember that? No. Awful. Uh, what else? Star Odyssey, starring Yanti Sommer, Gianni Garco, you know these people, and Chris Avran. This is an Italian Gianni knockoff. Gianni Garco, is that Danny Darko's? Donny Darko's, mate. Well played. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was an Italian film by Alfonso Brescia, uh, and uh, Star Odyssey was made in 1978. Very indebted. Even has a knockoff lightsaber, and it says here probably the sh- cheapest looking and shoddiest made knockoff of them all. Oh right. Well, it did it, it was such a huge hit. There was all, almost everyone tried to jump on the Star Wars bandwagon after that, didn't they? We were just talking about but Moonraker. Moonraker, because that's what Bond does. It sees what's popular, like the black exploitation films at the time, and it goes, right, live and let die. Star Wars, Moonraker. And then the Bourne films. Yeah, completely. Totally sort of ripped off as well. It's, it's a shame as well, in many respects, because um, Bond in itself invented the action hero genre in many respects, you know? Yes. 
and then it spent the last, I don't know, 20 years of its, the last 20, 30 years trying to copy what's popular. Which is why License to Kill was such a big flop, because it was like trying to compete with Lethal Weapon and Die Hard. So that's why it's a harder, nastier, more violent Bond film. Yes. It's the first one to be rated 15. Ooh. Because it's, it's got a scene where, you know, um, people get blown up uh, in, in a compression chamber and he bursts inside and that guy gets fed to the sharks and that other guy gets fed into the blender. It's quite a graphic, gory movie. Violent. Yes. Very violent. I like it, though. You do? I like I like it, yeah. Uh, okay, so the uh, okay, so the most famous one from America, the knockoff, Battle Beyond the Stars. You remember that one? Yeah. Was that a Coleman? Roger Coleman. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That New film. World Pictures, minuscule budget. You know what? Let's, do you want to play the trailer? Do you want to hear the trailer? All right. All right here we go. Ruthless invaders, a defenseless planet. Battle Beyond the Stars. A lone youth escapes on a last-ditch mission that begins at the edge of the universe. story of a boy who finds more than he expected. <laughs> Make them burn. And all he can handle. Does your species have kissing? Oh, yes. We have that. It's a hot dog. It comes from Earth. Do you like it? There's no dog in this. Mm -mm. Soybean meal? Niacin? Dextrose? And sodium nitrate flavoring. That's what we call meat back home. Battle Beyond the Stars. Starring Richard Thomas. George Papard. Robert Vaughn. John Saxon. <laughs> A battle beyond time, beyond space. Nice turn fire! That ends in a desperate gamble. They'll be able to board us. It won't make any difference. Get that hatch open! <laughs> battle beyond the stars. George Peppard there, not giving two well, fucks. I was going to say, it's a knockoff, but it has some re reasonably big names in it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, it's got John Boy from the Waltons and uh, Hannibal from the A-Team, saving the galaxy. But a few, some of the special effects of ships were designed by James Cameron in that film as well. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, so it's not exactly that cheap and nasty. Cheap enough. I mean, that's what Roger Corman does and yes. still does to this day. Jurassic Park, Cretaceous land. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's great for it. I saw another sci-fi by uh, Corman, which had was basically an alien 
ripoff, and it had this big alien, with, just like the alien from Alien, but yeah. with a big fat head. I think I know which you one, know one the one is. It's called oh. Galaxy something. Galaxy Aliens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's that bit where he goes, do you have kissing in your planning? No. 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 No, we mate we by just have... spitting into the air, and then you have to do a somersault and catch it in your snatch. Yeah, no, we don't have that. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we don't have kissing. Rim jobs. Got him. That's how uh, I kiss my mum goodnight with a rim job. <laughs> Do you have felching on your world? I can learn. <laughs> job I'll <boy>. try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right, Paul. All right. All right, anyway, Don't so there you do go. your cheek, jowly, wanky noise. <laughs> that's all I've got. That's, that's my whole thing. Right, what's they don't t- call it cheap show for nothing, do they? So, with cheap knockoffs in mind, I've, uh, as I say, cheap show is about looking for the best or the worst in pound shops, charity shops, you know, 99p stores, all those kind of things. Um, I went for a bit of a shop before we got, got started. Ooh. And I found some Star Wars knockoffs type stuff. Um, first of all, kids like Star Wars. They do. The Star Wars toys were very, very popular in the seventies. I'd be, I'd be sitting on a fortune if I'd held on to mine. Yeah, but they'd have to be, you know, still in their box. And no kid should really do that. Well, you say that. I have a friend who's, uh, who's collecting. He's trying to get the last twelve. They call it, which were kind of obscure ones they made after, like the, the initial batch, and then they brought out like. Some... No, these are these are figures that um, were made sort of a couple of years after Jedi. Okay. Had already sort of finished, and they were just sort of these weird ones. So like, like tertiary characters, like background characters. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Interesting. And he's got he's got um, uh, he's got the stormtrooper Luke. And oh, take the those helmet off. kind yeah, of ones. Yeah, he take yeah, the yeah. helmet off. Yeah. Yeah. And, and no, it... but he's paid like hundred quid for that. Not in the box. Really, just yeah. to figure on its own. Yeah. Wow. Imagine what they cost in the box. Yeah, a more a lot. Because you know, um, first of all, there's that famous Boba Fett toy. Uh, which came with the little projector that fired out of the thing, and yeah. they had to not release it because kids might choke. I saw, I think, I comment was the toy collector that show you told to- me toy about. Toy Hunter. Toy Hunter. And it came up on uh, Comic Book Men as well. Um, the fact that they had one of those was brought in. And I think he was, like, type. he was asking a couple of grand for it, yeah. right? Crazy shit. Do you know that also, because the, the, the demand for Star Wars toys was such a surprise, no one wants to license them at first until Mattel stepped in. And when Mattel stepped in, they had sort of like six months to put some toys out for Christmas, which they couldn't do because it takes about a year and a half to actually get toys made from con- you know conception yeah. to release. And so what they did was, famously, for Christmas, they said you could buy a box to keep them in. And so kids... Were ordering online. I had that box. Yeah, it was an empty box, wasn't it, with stands on? Yeah, no, well, it was like a, like one of those matchbox. Perhaps it was a different box. There might have been a different box. This oh, was a yeah, the stand, thing. yes. But yeah. basically, it was I a stand that goes, when we finally have figures, you can put them in this, and here's a certificate, and when you send that certificate off, we'll send you four figures yes, to go in. Yes, I remember in. this. So no, that I was just a had a carrying thing. case. Oh, yeah, no. But that is still in good nick. If it's still in good nick, that's still quite expensive. That's, really? Yeah, I saw that on Comic Book Men as well. That turned up, I think, at one point. Um, that kind of faux plastic thing. Don't tell me. Thing. Don't tell me how much. I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head. It wasn't that much, but it was still. I had the medical droid. Oh, yeah. The, the little the kind of darky thing yeah. that had arms that came out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my brother had all the Star Wars toys, not me. Uh, but I've got something that I think, I think, we'll all want. Because I went to Poundland. Oh, yeah. And I bought uh, a Star Wars toy. Actually, that's not true. I bought a Galaxy Wars toy. (laughs) (laughs) You see this? Uh, I put a picture up on our uh, Twitter page for this. But it's a horrible knockoff of Star Wars. Uh, Eli, I'll let you describe it to the peoples. This looks like an anorexic (laughs) stormtrooper with Vader's cape 
Um, it's some kind of cod piece, and uh, it's quite a big cod piece as well. His head's way too big for his body. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's got a big black cod piece. Um, and um, his hel- helmet. Is... <laughs> Stop saying it like that, Chris. Really. Like, oh, his helmet. I'm not oh, saying it like oh, that. His helmet. I'm not oh. saying it like that. He's got a blaster that's literally about as tall as he is. Yeah. It, this is terrible. Terrible, it's terrible. Terrible tat. And has it got anything on the written on the back of it, or is it just like, you know... Not suitable for children under 36 months. Look, it's not suitable for children, by and large. It's a horrible piece of tat. It's not suitable. It's not at all. <laughs> it looks stop. like... Because there's also a, a Darth Vader one. Well, you know, a Darth Vader knockoff. It was the exact same thing, but the only thing that was different was that it was completely plated black. Yeah. Whereas that's got white bits. Yeah. And it's weird. The head looks like they've taken a child's baby doll head and then just pasted a Stormtrooper's helmet around it. Yeah. It's nightmare fuel, that toy. He's got a very d- eyes that are totally black and like an expression like he's going Nyeh. like a doll's eyes. Nyeh. They he's making back. that kind of that noise with his expression. Yeah, that's nasty. Paul. To be fair though, if you were in the middle, you know, on a spaceship and you saw that coming at you, he'd give up. Galaxy Wars. Galaxy Wars. Because we can't say Star Wars. I'm sure I'm, they should have just gone the whole way and called it Galaxy Skirmish yeah. or something. So, you know, it wasn't completely a rip-off of Star Wars. But I put a picture of that up on Twitter and it's massively disturbing. How much was that? A pound. A pound. A pound. <laughs> a pound. Uh, you know, if anyone wants it, you know, I'll happily send it in the post to them with a note apologising for your existence. <laughs> it's a movable action figure with space gun. It's a, it's just horrible, and it's it's the the cloak. It's got a bead across the top, bottom, like you know, a choke chain. Yeah. So it's more. He looks more like a Chippendale striptease artist. He does look a bit like that. Yeah. He's got warning. nice legs. Possible choking hazard. Well, that's the space gun. And on the back as well, there's another droid they've put on. It's which, totally unrelated. No, it looks. He looks like Robocop. It does. It looks like um. Oh, well, stolen artwork probably from some kind of clip art site. Yeah. But also it looks like a Cylon from the remake of Battlestar Galactica. It looks like that as well. Which in itself was a Star Wars ripoff. <laughs> Ripity ripoff. It's just, you know what? It's weird. It, had, it says here as well, it's got movable parts. I can't see any parts of this that move other the than the arms. They're movable parts then. Like maybe the head. But his legs don't move at all. There's no... There's no articulation of the legs. Yeah, I'm just, he's coming at you. He's just like, stop. Oh, 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 That's quite along. convincing. Is it? It looks like he's coming towards me. Oh, yeah. come on, come on, get you. We'll he's be a space ho- hopping, hopping stormtrooper. Oh, hopping what would storm- they call them? Uh, Rain hop, troopers. Hop, hop. Wind troopers. <laughs> Wind troopers. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Oh, he's thrown it. Right, so. What well, else we got? Well, first of all, I thought, because um, Star Wars, you slap that logo on anything and you sell it. Hotcakes, right? You do. That's yeah. just the name, nature of the beast. So it's I because bought... you've got all of these people of our sort of generation who are still just obsessed. They've got more spending power than they, you know, used to. Yeah, and more than children. You know, because that whole idea of the pink pound, the idea of like if you're a gay man because you don't have yes. kids and dependables. Yeah, yeah. You know, what you have they call the Star Wars pound, uh, the Star Pound, the Geek Grot. <laughs> I like it. The, the Geek Groat. The Geek whatever. Groat. Yeah, it's the good. Geek Groat. I like that. Yeah. So they're so, cashing in on Geek Groats. That like for so sure. as a result. Obviously, Disney were like, who wants this fucking Star Wars brand? And everyone, because I used to work for uh, Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers department I worked for had to license out um, any Warner Brothers characters, DC as well, Looney Tunes, anything that they owned. Um, 
and people had to apply to us to do it. So we'd get things like, we want to do this soft drink that tastes like piss, but we want to put Bugs Bunny on the front. Yeah, tick, sign it off, send it to legal. And we also had a department that would go around to all the dodgy boot sales and Camden markets to look for knockoff t-shirts. And the number of times we'd obviously go to like the Warner Brothers t-shirts that had like, you know, like Weed Brother. You know, it was all like ganja yeah. stuff. So we had to, you know, flag that stuff. If you see the police, Warner Brother. That's, that's the one. That's the one. That's yeah. exactly the one. Yeah, Warner Brother. Yeah. Uh, so that was the job department I worked in at Warner Brothers. Uh, so I know how this kind of thing works. So obviously, I've got a few things here that have been branded. And so we've got um, Chirper Chips, Star Wars. And what's interesting about this is the two characters they got on the front are now no longer important to the franchise. It's Yoda and it's Darth Vader. Yeah. Right? Because that's what you need to sell it. That's why it's hard to put Ray or uh, uh, Finn, the new character, yeah. on the front because they're not quite as well known yet. And so, Do you think they'll ever obtain that sort of iconic status? Yeah, they will. Already, uh, the two uh, main main characters from Star Wars are appearing on Volvic Water and all this kind of weird shit. It's bizarre. BB-8, the little circle droid. Yes. It, that toy is flying off the shelves. See, that's another thing about the, the film. What? It's like BB-8 is meant to be like an update of R2-D2, right? Yeah. And then R2-D2 shows up, spoilers, in the film. Yeah, it does nothing, though. He's like, what have I missed? <laughs> oh, you want to know where Luke is? Yeah, there He's you go. over there. You see, the, and the plot, you know, it's a bit like there's a bit of the map and then they don't end up needing it. And no, they don't. Like, but, you know, this, you know. I, that doesn't bother me. To be honest, the original Star Wars plot wasn't all that fucking great either. It's, no. the, it's the usual hero's journey, right? BB-8, funnily enough, was the original design for R2-D2, but they could never get that design to work, which is why they could do it for this one. See, my theory about the whole... Thing yeah. is, for some strange reason, Empire Strikes Back is one of the greatest films ever, All and right. it's like so much better than everything else in the whole in the whole uh, trilogy. And um, but it just is amazing. It, Anything, if I think, oh, there's that brilliant bit, you know, and I think, oh, I've got nostalgia for that great scene. They're all in Empire Strikes Back, every single one of them. See, I disagree. Because I'm not saying for a start that Empire is the worst film. I'm not saying that. I, I totally agree that it's the best directed, the best story, the best character. It's all got the best so, yeah, the best film. But I don't like it the best because I think the first one was more iconic. It has more iconic scenes in, you know, the Obi-Wan face-off with Darth Vader, the first trench run. It's got, you know, all that stuff. And also Return of the Jedi has got the famous Jabba battle, the palace thing. Yeah. It's got the Sarlacc pit. It's got the speed racer thing. And it's yeah. got the Millennium Falcon flying for the Death Star. For me, those two at either end are the more fun, but the middle one's the more serious, more, you know, t we take it seriously because it's proper, because it's the second one, so it's the darkest one, therefore it's the better one. <laughs> oh, right. So, so you're, already you're calling me a snob, is no, that what you're saying? what I'm saying is they've already started talking about the second, you know, episode eight. Yeah. Say, it's a bit darker than the first one. A bit yeah. darker, which means it's a bit, bit, bit better. It's a bit better, isn't it? Because it's darker. The other thing was like, who was that lady, the shiny stormtrooper lady? Uh, plasma, Phasma. Phasma, yeah. yeah. She didn't do much, did she? Absolutely fucking nothing. It's like, I am the hardest stormtrooper in the world. Yeah. Oh, I've been caught. Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll drop the shield. I'm a toy. Yeah. I'm literally a toy. Yeah. It's a like, nice chrome one. Yeah. And it's funny because they were thinking, oh, it's gonna be, she's going to be the new Boba Fett, you know, the, the breakout character. Yeah. Turns out the new Boba Fett is that other stormtrooper with the crazy fucking arm thing. Oh, yeah. And it was like... The laser, la with the laser guard things for stormtroopers. I think it was a, officially a laser baton. Yeah, it's meant to be able to block uh, lightsabers. Ah, yeah, I think that was the idea. And it's Does he not die? He doesn't die. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't. I can't remember. <laughs> I, I don't remember it. No. But he's been the breakout, so they had to give it a name. And you know what name they gave it? T R eight R, because it's traitor. Because that's what he calls Finn when he sees him.
Uh, so that's the kind of break I saw. Anyway, we're going off the topic. I got Chirpa Chups Star Wars, right? Chirpa Chups. Chirpa Chups. Um, ten lollies, four flavours. Apple flavour, strawberry flavour, cola flavour, strawberry cream flavour. Outside of the packaging, what the fuck had any of these lollipops got to do with Star Wars? Uh... This isn't the question. It, it, I mean, there's no answer. There's no answer. Because the answer is none. If you open the pack up, which I'm doing so now, the lollipops are just normal lollipops. Oh, uh, that is at least... Oh, that's terrible. Isn't, isn't it? it? It's not like you go, if you lick it, there's a little kind of Darth Vader picture inside. You know, or, you just have little tattoos or, or whatever Or they could have special flavours. Stardust flavour. Yeah. Lightsaber flavour. Or when you lick it, you see, you know, Yoda's face underneath the thing and there's chewy gum inside. Death Star chewy gum. Trash compactor flavour. Yeah. Jabba's sweat gland flavour. <laughs> Yoda's nut balls. Yeah. <laughs> Boba Fett's rusty codpiece. Uh. <laughs> he was. He did nothing, Boba Fett. And then that's the other thing about Attack of the Clones. Let's have a whole army of this extremely boring character that doesn't that bloody speak. Do anything. Yeah. And even when he turns up in Return of the Jedi, he falls off the back of a boat and falls into that's someone's... It. It's, it's just... Star Wars fans are twats. They really are. So anyway, there's the Star Wars. So I got also got those. So now I got uh, another one from again. This We're is not from... going to taste the chupa chips. Do you want to taste the chupa chips? Oh, I think we should. I mean, we can, but there's nothing special. It's what flavour do you give, want? Just give me one. You you decide. You can have blue wrapper. I can't even say you can have the Darth <laughs> Vader one or the Yoda green because they don't bother. They've literally just stuck the word Star Wars and two pictures of the characters on the box. They paid good money. Right. So I think that's cola. Does it taste of cola? Mm. It's quite good. Yeah? Very cola-y, yes. All right. Well, I'll keep that. All right, you keep that then. Thank you. All right, because uh, the next thing I got, uh, again, licensed by... Is this the thing now? Disney slapped it on. So Disney are just like, you know, Disney's... What, where do they draw the line? It's like, oh, we want to put... Um, uh, we want to put Darth Vader on our BDSM uh, whips and chains. Can we do that? Yeah, all right. Yeah, I well, bet they would. I bet they fucking would. There's bound to be some Star Wars sex toys knockoffs. I know Nappies. there are Marvel ones. Nappies. Yeah. Shit in Darth Vader's mouth. <laughs> I don't know. Lightsaber tampons. God, no. Can you imagine that? <laughs> That's why I said it. I was trying to be funny. I know. Yeah. I just didn't get it until right, just now. Yeah. Oh, I'm laughing now. All right. Fucking all right. Hell, at least you got your fucking laugh, mate. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, all shut right. up. Yeah. Whoom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, uh, you, when, when you bleed on them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We need like, some. We need to get some female guests. Yeah, well, we do. We need to, and, and you know, we maybe need to some, clean this maybe shit Maybe some other uh, acts of colour as well. You know, because it's we're just white pricks. Um, <laughs> so the other one I got was Star Wars fourteen milk chocolate shapes. Uh, at least this one now. This is by a, a oh, company. they're shapes. They're shaped like yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, these are by a company called Kinnerton. They're Star Wars related. Disney. So let me just put this context. Disney owns Star Wars now. Yes, so they Disney sold it, now. George sold it for four, four bill. Yeah, but this also means that they have the new films to promote. So what do they do? They stick on the characters from the original franchise again. So they're still trading on the original franchise. So there's Darth Vader. Of course, Vader. but you've got to, haven't you? But what I will say for this is that at least they've used the dark, the, the, the milk chocolate and the white chocolate appropriately. Uh, to what, represent the uh, different sides of the force? Almost. So um, you have little chocolate shapes. And oh, they call a lovely little tray with stars on. That's nice. I'll put a picture of this up on uh, Twitter as Let well. Let me see. And there we go. Look, see. Ooh, fancy. And the white chocolate are stormtroopers because that makes sense. Oh, it's not the different size of the force then. No, no. And the milk chocolate ones, Darth Vader. Yeah. Do you want to try a white chocolate? Do you want to try one? 
You can't eat white chocolate. White chocolate makes me honk my guts up <laughs> because my mum thought I was going to be the next Milky Bar kid when I was eight and forced me to eat nothing but Milky Bar. It's, and I don't I, think you should give up on this dream. Mate, I can't even look at white chocolate without being Well, you don't have it. to eat it. I'm not going to, to eat it. To be the Milky Bar kid. Don't want to be the Milky Bar kid. No, you'd why? Because A, I'm not 10 anymore. And if I start putting a cowboy suit on, hanging around with kids and offering sweets out on the back of a horse, I'm going to get arrested, Eli. Like. Out the back of a horse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, moving on. You've blown the goose. Right, yeah, I've blown the on. goose. All Come right, on, let's taste this. All right, let's what do you want? Uh, you I'll pick let, one. All right. Because I'll taste the milk chocolate one, but I'm not going to taste the white chocolate. Okay. I can't. I understand. Now, these have got a quite a good uh, good mould. They've got they? a good detail to it's them, haven't detail. they? detail. You can see there's the, the lines in um, Vader's mask in, in the, the face plate. It's, you, yeah, that he breathes through. Yeah, that bit. Yeah, it's very detailed. Nice. I'm, I'm gonna... You're going to try a Stormtrooper and, I'm a, try and a Darth a Vader. Vader. I'm going for a Vader. Bog standard. Bog standard chocolate. Bog standard. All right, I'm going to try a Vader too, because at least I can put that one in my mouth. Yeah, they look like little kind of Christmas tree, you know, the Christmas uh, advent calendar chocolates you always yes. get, that kind of thing. Not too bad, as chocolate goes. Yeah. Yeah. Chocolate. Are you yeah. going to try a white chocolate one for me? Yes, please. Because I can't, and I need you to give me an idea of what okay. they're like. What is the point of white chocolate? I know. I, I mean, seriously. It's not even white chocolate. There's no cocoa in white so chocolate. So what is it? It's, it's just, just sort of milky sugar. Milky sugar piss sweets. The milky sugar piss sweets are on me. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Come with us. <laughs> Come on, it's coming out the back of my horse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the milky bar kid is soft and strong. Okay. Know, your life sentence is good enough. So the last one I've got from the Star Wars is this. The Star Wars surprise egg, or, because it's obviously from France as well, if. Earth. It's a little orange egg with Star Wars and a Stormtrooper on. Uh, for some reason, the Stormtrooper's eyes on fire and his helmet's cracked. Can you just make that out? For some reason, they've done a weird paint job to it. Oh, yeah. Um, so Perhaps I, he's being attacked. Yeah. Fruit-flavoured jelly beans. Is that a surprise? That there's just jelly beans no, in I there? I think there might be some type of right. toy. Well, I'm going to have a... I'm going to try and... Oh, God, how do you get in this? I'm using my teeth. Don't use your teeth, kids. Right, a big orange egg. That's like the kind a, of ones that you like get. It's like a super kinder, isn't it? Yeah, but you know those eggs when you go to the uh, fun fair on the, on the shore, on, on the seaside town, and they have those big chicken eggs, and you put a pound in, and it goes, bark, 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 And then the egg comes out. And then it goes, oh, I got an egg. Yeah. Yeah, it's like one of those eggs. Bark, 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 I don't know. So let's see what's inside of it. I'm cracking it open, and there it is. Quite a little bit of stuff. There is, first of all, some jelly beans. We'll get to those in a bit. There is a Star Wars, some stickers, some awful stickers with a Chewbacca on and another Chewbacca picture. Look at that picture of Chewbacca on the bottom. Doesn't it look like someone's caught him shopping and they've taken a kind of paparazzi picture of him? <laughs> it and so does. It looks like he's... <laughs> it's like this. Chewbacca was seen outside of Primark yeah. buying some of this. And, you just, and he's like... It I'm looks a like a pap snap, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, I'm minding my own business, mate. I'm, I'm, it's my Listen, own time. Listen, mate, I'm buying some Wookiee food. Yeah. Here, like, you know. And apparently um, there are many surprises. Uh, you can get a... So this is the surprise, these No, stickers. not the sticker. The sticker is not the surprise. Wow. There are f six surprises to choose from. One looks like a little notepad. One looks like a little white chain. One is a Darth Vader coin on a spinning disc that you blow and it goes round. There oh. is a Han Solo badge. Some fucking I like stickers. the spinny roundy thing. And I think I've got a magnet. And the magnet is just a little square crap magnet you put magnet. on a fridge. That has the most homosexual pose I've ever seen Darth Vader in. <laughs> 
Look it up. It's like, oh, <laughs> I've got a lightsaber. He's, he's... Can you feel the four stucks? Oh, you're going to alienate some other people. Oh, give a then, fuck. Paul. Jesus. When people start listening, then they'll start complaining. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he looks like, uh, he looks like a, a midget Vader. Yeah. The, the, it's, nothing's right about that. I'm Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. Luke. Can you give me a leg up? I can't, I can't get me. I can't. I can't reach the magazine on your top shelf. Look, I'm your dad. You sound like Orville. Look, I wish I could levitate. I wish I could force. Right, of course, but I can't. Yes, fuck you can. Up. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> fuck you. Right, I'm going to try the jelly beans, and they are just little jelly beans. Nothing oh. special about them. Pink and yellow. Um, I'm going to guess that the flavour of them is horrible sugar flavour. Yes. Now you see that's a that's a marker, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it, if it, like the chupa chips, that's like a cola, so it had some flavour. You get quality but, with chupa chips. Yes, but with with so many of these cheap th- sweets that we eat on the show, Paul. Yeah. Don't you find they've got different colours, but there's no, no dif- different different differentiation no, of flavour. Absolutely none. none at all. So I'm going to try a yellow one, and I'm going to try a pink one. Lemony. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, slightly lemony. What have you got? A pink one. It's a taste of vanilla. I'm going to try a pink one now. Mm. Fruit, is it like fruit punch flavour? No, it tastes of potential. <laughs> it's like there's potential flavour there. It's not real flavour. Right, I'm going to go for a lemon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a lemon flavour. There's a lemon. They've differentiated. In a lemon way, in a kind of, you know, floor cleaner kind of lemon yeah, flavour. Yeah, it tastes like pine. Well, there you go. Some of the choice Star Wars crap that Disney have sold off the brand to to make your kids... Spend their precious pocket money and then to just on sugary shit. Fill up the world's oceans with cancer. The thing is, the plastic. best thing out of, of all this stuff is the chirper chops, but they they have the least connection to the brand outside In of terms the of packaging. A, 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 a confectionery product, yeah, because yeah. they taste nice, yes, and they have flavour and yes. blah blah blah. Because they're a good brand. Yes, the other two, just whatever. Terrible. It's a horrible, dodgy sweet factory run by Wally Wanker, and. He's just like, just throw some fucking sugar in a box. Yeah, throw some sugar in a box, put Darth Vader's head on it. Shall we do a tour of the factory, Mr. Wally? That's all fucking shit. Who gives a fuck? You've lost it a bit, haven't you, Wally? Yeah, I have. I'm an alcoholic. Willy Wonka's chocolate wank factory. You can go and buy Willy Wonka's sweets, can't you? Yeah, they're in my Nestle. Yeah. My dreams. I'm a comedian and I will never eat Nestle. I'm going to just use Uber though. Yeah, Uber, who, you know, basically don't defend the, you know, who hire anyone for their, yeah. you're not safe in their cars because they don't really regulate the drivers and there have been abuse and attacks and rape. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, so you find you as an Uber comedian, but you definitely won't eat a Kit Kat. Yeah. Prick. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, that really gets to me. Where'd right. you draw the line? Right up my fucking arse. <laughs> right, so anyway, anything else? That's it. Okay. We good. can move on. So it's at this point of the show we like to call in our good friend, Mr. Ash, Celebrity the Frith, and uh, say (laughs) hello to Ash, the Celebrity Frith. Hello, Ash. I'm a celebrity in my own home, except for my girlfriend sometimes looks confused when I walk into the lounge, like she doesn't know who I am. (laughs) Why would that happen? Well, you know, she took that blow on the head, didn't she? (laughs) I think it's because you've just been supposing women are in the local area are your girlfriends and you've been waiting for them in their living rooms. Well, I say girlfriend. She's she's a, she's a friend. She's more of a flatmate than a girlfriend. Do you, you know? put your winky but inside of her? If she lets me. <laughs> then she's no a girlfriend. Doubt. Or a prostitute. <laughs> well, you <say> that. <laughs> so, <laughs> she, well, you said it. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, 
edit point. So, uh, so we like to have Ash along every now and then because he has quite the eye for a bargain and he's got a few stories for us, don't you, Ash? What have you got for us this week? Well, you know, previously I've saved money on weddings and funerals and yep. other exciting things. So I thought... Um, people who have obviously amassed a fortune, though, they must have very uh, set things they want to happen to their money. So I went online and I did a bit of digging to look at uh, how people have um, sort of written up their wills, because obviously people make fortunes and they might not just want to give it away to their, their next of kin. So I've had a quick look and there's a, there's a well, there's a lot of things you can find on the Internet when you, you're looking at people dealing with their fortunes. Oh, okay. So um, there is a guy um, in 1928... Uh, I don't think I've got his name. A public-spirited donor, his name is. Let's call uh, him he, um, David. Yeah, David the the millionaire. Right. What he did was he left half a million pounds uh, to Britain, uh, but under the strict instructions that... Uh, oh, by the way, he was an anonymous donor. I've just read that. I should have perhaps read ahead. Um, uh, he David the anonymous half... millionaire. <laughs> yes, please do not say his name. <laughs> um, he left half a million pounds to the Treasury... Uh, under the specific instruction that it can only be used when it was enough to clear the entire national debt. Which now is you'd think, never, right? It, <laughs> it's never going to be. That money has now, over the, since 1928, has now become, it was half a million, it's now £350 million. Pounds, I hadn't even which, thought about that. That's a good point. It will accrue. It's, it's accrued. It's a, it has accrued. Uh, but what the problem is is the national debt currently stands at 1.5 trillion. Oh. Oh, I thought I thought lovely Georgie Osborne was going to help with that and get that right <laughs> down. Oh. Wasn't he supposed to I... get it got it right down by now? Weren't you, George? Oh, <laughs> George is a listener of the show. Of he course. is. <laughs> Georgie, He's if you're listening. Carry. You stand like a spastic action figure. Because <laughs> he does. He never told us about this 350 million, has he? No, He's he... got tucked away. He, what he's thinking of, I can just whittle it down to that last chunk, then the last bit sold, you know, paid for. Yeah. Unless he invested well, it. Well, yeah. I was thinking that. It's really weird, isn't it? I was thinking, oh, if they could just get it down to 350 million, that's never going to happen. No. But the thing is, is that, is that money... N- Okay, so let's just be honest. It's never going to be enough to settle the national debt, is it? Unless something amazing happens. So, what's going to happen to that money? Where is it? And what happens to it? Because basically it's untouchable. Well, well, for nearly, well, you know, 88 years, that money has sat, not touched, just growing and growing and growing. Sooner or later, that amount of money is just going to be like a superpower on, you know, you know, it's going to be the most amount of money that has ever existed. But, so but eventually, no touch it. the national debt might be might be paid off, but we'd all probably be too dead to care. We'll be speaking Russian by then, that's for sure. Is that what you think? <laughs> and what... not because of immigration, I mean because of war. Oh, well, that's, oh, that's all right then. Well, there is another possibility. We could all, our language could just sort of over the millennia yeah. converge with Russian. In- yeah, in- yeah, whichever one's the least offensive. Ingshan or Rushlish. Oh, no, Rushlish. Rushlish, yes. We all speak Rushlish. Yes, I love Rushlish. <laughs> so, all right. So, okay. So, what they could do then is just reinterpret what the national debt is. And they could just say, oh, the, the national debt is is what I owe uh, my, my Ford car. <laughs> you know? Well, or they could have a son called National Debt. There you go. Yes. My, my son. And, uh, everyone calls him Nat. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> national Debt Gannon. Yeah, and that's not a bad idea. That's a really good idea. They'd but, have to give you the money. And we'd have to make sure that national debt, my son, has got actual debt. 
so he can pay it off and have a little bit of money in the back pocket. Why? Uh, there's no reason. There's, that's completely arbitrary. Actually, that's a good point because you get all that money and it would easily wipe out all that debt. So at the end of the day, he's no one's getting anything. You know what? None of us have thought this through, including the guy who set this up. Yes. And George Osborne. Because how much was the national debt in like 1920, whenever it was it was first put Still in? Still more than well, half more, a million. Yeah. More than half a million, but not 1.5 trillion. So Imagine that point where it went up to 1.5 trillion, when it passed whatever it was then. And they went, you know, it's, it's now a billion pounds. Yeah, that is quite a lot. Yeah. Oh, now it's at 10 billion, 100 billion. It's now a trillion pounds. Wow, I didn't even know the word. Trillion just, to me, only means one thing. Money I will never see in my life and a character from The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, and you've gone up in my estimations for knowing that. Paul. Ah, there you go. Congratulations. Who else got a, got a real bonk on for Trillion? <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that? Arthur Dent, yeah. Zaphod Beeblebrox. They, they, they all had a bonk on for uh, her. Yeah, uh, in, in the latest book, the, 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 the fourth, no, whatever the fifth or sixth book that was written by that, other guy who wrote a Hitchhiker's Guide, uh, he she gets boned by Thor, the god of thunder. Well, that's... yeah, she does. Yeah, she was uh, she was looking out for him in yeah. uh, in the fourth book, wasn't she? She yeah. wanted to go off with him, but Arthur kind of put pay to that, really. Yeah. Oh, anyway, my... that's getting too geeky. Isn't that it? is getting yes. quite geeky. Anyway, so what is your next interesting topic of conversation? The second um, the second thing I found was, um, and, and this is. I mean, I've not heard that this guy painted a particularly positive light in any stories I've ever heard of him other than his actual work. But William Shakespeare, oh, that. Um, yeah. you yeah. know, the, the uh, playwright, I believe. Um, yeah. I, I think that's what he was fam most famous for, wasn't and it? And cracker joke writer. And cracker joke writer. He, uh, when he died, he left to his wife, Anne Hathaway, not the winner of the... Not the skeletal-shaped uh, actress. No, not her. He left her his second best bed. Wow. Which <laughs> I think that probably speaks volumes for their relationship. So what did he do with his first best bed? Yeah. Um, he left everything else to his daughter. Oh, uh, she got the bed. And the wife yeah, got she... the not good bed. <laughs> Yeah, his daughter Susanna got Sorry. everything. Well, you're saying uh, you're saying that, but I've only got one bed. Yeah, and it doesn't even belong to me. <laughs> yeah, but no one wants that when you're finished with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> second, you don't know his second best bed might be nice. Maybe he was married to Goldilocks, and it was just like that bed's not quite right. This yeah, bed's that's true. On. His second best bed would be the middle bed yeah. would be just right. Also, the other factor you, you we could put in here yeah. is that he that might have been the bed that it might be the second best bed but it might be the the action, oh, action the action bed. so oh, one the top true. bed that must just... be might be where the memories the oh. memories are all the memories are stained <laughs> indelibly marked <laughs> that's where we get the expression memory foam mattress from <laughs> oh is that what memory foam mattress is foam yeah, yeah, mattress yeah, made of sperm <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, bed filled with <laughs> What's she going to do with a bed? You know, I can hazard a guess. Sell it, sleep on it. Yeah, sleep but she's... on it probably. Yeah, but come on, who, who in the when they write a will goes, what have I forgotten? I've got to give that house to her. I've got to give that money to him. <laughs> and what else? The bed. I've got to make sure everyone's got a bed. That's was important. Shakespeare worth a lot of money? No. I don't know. No, he wasn't very rich. And what's more, he wasn't very popular at the time. Well, he was popular, but, you know. Was he like the kind of Joey Essex of He didn't make a lot of money because all of his, his plays are written in that funny, old-fashioned language. No one, could, <laughs> no one no understood. could understand it. No, it wasn't funny, old-fashioned at the time, was I know, it? I know, Paul. <laughs> I know. I know that. Oh, so I thought it. Wow. So good um, well, didn't he, didn't he borrow most of his stories from other people? Well, they, they reckon kind of so. All... 
Yeah, like, they were old stories. It's like, like oh, Francis King. Bacon or something was one of them. Was they a, reckon there's a lot of there's a lot of debate about yeah. it. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, Nomeo and uh, Julie. <laughs> yeah, that was the original. Yeah, that's the original one. West Side Story. She, he wrote that as well. And, <laughs> they took uh, that. I think he was most famous for William Shakespeare's Sharknado. <laughs> I would love that to be a sequel. Forsooth, <laughs> doth thinned shark tooth white devil from the sky hath eaten be actor. <laughs> anyway. I like it. Yeah. I like it. What right else now, you got? I'll have it on my desk by tomorrow. Um, <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> well, hold there just for a second before right. this is going to be a little edit point that you're going to have to put in because right. what I have done is I have not fully charged my I'm running. You're gonna say you've not paid your phone bill. (laughs) (laughs) I'm now 1.5 trillion pounds in debt on my phone bill. Don't Uh, don't even make a joke about that. (laughs) (laughs) Is that where you're at? Yeah. God. 1.5 trillion. Yeah. Yeah. You would just be better off selling your body right now. Just becoming a man whore. (laughs) Right. Oh, I think he's been cut off. All right, we'll try and get him back next week. Okay, and now it's time for The Price of Shite. It's the fucking price of shite. It's the fucking price of shite. It's the fucking price of shite. Oh, it's the fucking price of shite. No, I fucked it. <laughs> I can't remember where it goes. It's the fucking price of shite, and that's no, right. No, that's the fucking price of shite, and that's right. It's been a while since I've done it. I'll do it. Do it. You do it. Ready? Oh, it's the fucking price of shite. 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 And that's right. Thank you. Right, so so we got it's there the price end. of shite. And uh, what have you got for us this week, Mister Silverman? It's all charity shop, obviously. But there's there's one. Um, Anomaly item. Anomaly? Anomaly item. Does that mean it's anomalous or where you got it from is the anomaly? That's the, the second The second one. All right, yeah. good. Right, okay, but first, let's let's start off with a bit of fun. A little bit of fun. A little bit of fun. A little bit of fun. Uh, All right. Funny worm. Funny worm. <laughs> Look at this. Come on. I've outdone myself. The thing is, when you first said funny worm, I thought, that's just what he's called it. But no, it's on the box and it says funny worm. It's a funny worm in box. Yeah. Inbox. By the way, we'll be taking pictures of all these and we'll put them on the website. Let's get this worm out. Now, this is a real... What the fuck? It's a mechanical funny worm. It's... Hang on. It's got a spring in it. It's got like a slinky in the middle of it. So, just to clarify, it's a plastic... What looks like a caterpillar, if we're being honest, but it's a green plastic worm that's been split in the middle and in between it is a slinky. Yes. What the... What nightmare fucking juice is this? What does it do? Is that it? It goes along. You've got to put batteries in it. Yeah, which luckily we don't have. Oh, there are some. Are there? Does it work? Let's see if it works. Oh, my God. This, this already... Already, I'm excited about that. He switched it on. Nothing's happening. No, it's not that funny worm, is it? No, those batteries obviously dead. <laughs> I hope they don't leak acid onto me. Uh, there you go. Green funny worm. It's got a hat on. It's got a little brown hat on, a little little yellow nose, and it's got it, a book tooth. Honestly, it is more of a caterpillar, isn't it? It is more so of a caterpillar. Already they've mislabeled it. So it should have been funny caterpillar. Yes, but there's other clues yeah. that tell me this funny worm was not produced in an English-speaking nation. Oh, please, please tell me what they say. For ages four and up, yeah. automatic movements. Obviously. <laughs> forward and turn. Good, yeah. specific. Got forward and turn. Both eyes flash. 
What? Yeah. And then tail, yeah. tail slungs back and forth. <laughs> Slung. Slungs. They trouble with the, the uh, swing, I think is what they want. Wow. Can I have slungs. a look at that? Can I just hand you it can. here? I want to see what the, the Well, you the need quality. to get, guess the price. I want to have a look at the quality of it. Right. Funny worm. Well, it doesn't look too cheap in terms of its make. I mean, it's not great, but it's got a little wiring which keeps it from getting too far away from itself. I guess. So I'm guessing the front drags along the back. Yes. And, it Co- it and its turns. eyes light up. Come on. You're in bed, right? Let me just paint the scene. You're in bed. It's late at night. Let's just pretend this little board here that I've got here is the, the foot of your bed. And you wake up in the middle of the night because you hear this little sound. You're going, oh, what's that little sound? And all of a sudden you go, eh. I can't get you. And his little <laughs> head pokes up with his little red eyes flashing, going, hey, I'm a funny worm. He's a funny worm, I'm all right. I'm a funny worm. He's got a little tooth, his buck tooth as Actually, well. Actually, with a buck tooth, he's got more of a kind of, oh, I'm, I'm going to creep up inside your asshole <laughs> and eat out your innards. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wiggly, wiggly, wiggly up inside of you and then lay egg in your mouth and my little <laughs> Kids and friends will be bursting out of your tongue. Oh, wiggly, wiggly, wiggly. And my tail is slungs back and forth. It's a slung. Oh. Okay, so right. I think, uh, we, of course, you can see the picture of my funny worm online. <laughs> That's a different And website. you can also see the toy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I completely shat all over your setup there. Uh, I do apologize. Uh, and uh, we want to know yeah. the salient point. I would say the price of this shrine. Inbox. Yeah, it's in box. It's a the good box isn't good, Nick. It I'm going to be in working order. I mean, I don't. We don't I'm know going that. to say two pound. Well, Paul, are you going to hold it till me at the end? I'll tell you at the end when you've done three All hours. Right, okay, okay, let me. So uh, two pound. So two pound. I'm writing this down here now. Funny for worm. the funny worm. Right. Okay. All right. What's item number two on the price of shite? Well, I've got some pink earmuffs. Ooh. And they've got lot nice picture of a, a tweeny lady. A, tw- a tween. A, a tween. A, young, a youth. A young lady with uh, lipstick on. Yeah. Like so, a kind of Bratz kind of character. That's that's what it is, isn't it? Yes. And uh, it's kind of a pink fur, pink it's, fake yeah. fur. And, uh, you know, it's getting cold. Yes. It is very cold so at the moment. So these are useful. There's only one small piece of dried earwax on the inside oh, of here. What? Can I have a look? Oh, it looks manky as fuck though, I'll give you that. Oh, there's a little suspicious brown thing in yeah, it. Yeah, it's dried earwax. Child, oh, child earwax. And a pube. There's a little piab. <laughs> <laughs> there's a little pube in the ear. How does, okay, it's going to get dark this. How does a child's earmuff get a little pube Right in the ear. You don't know if it's a pube. It oh, could just that, be a short piece of hair that's, that's been broken into pieces. That's pube-like. So unless you've got something to confess right now... No, of course I don't. And it curls up inside itself, and it's definitely Bratz. There's a beef for Bratz. Oh, there. so it is a Bratz yeah, branded. Oh, that, well, that might affect the, the value. Oh, God. I feel like just touching it, I've got spunk all over me. It's horrible. Oh, come on. It's horrible. It's manky. You don't uh, like it. I'm going to say that was... Uh, Nice. It looks fetching on you. It does. Yeah. Does it look good? Keep your ears warm. I wouldn't want it anywhere near my body, let alone around my okay, head. Okay, so we've established it is shite. Yeah. So how much for the Bratz ear warmers? Ear 75p. 75. 75p for the ear warmers. That's what I'm going with. Ear wormers. So I put ear wormers down. <laughs> <laughs> I put ear worm. Anyway, so 75p. All right, what's the last one? The last item. Yes. This is a sample of some kind of gravel thing you can get for your, <laughs> your drive. <laughs> it's a swatch, basically. It's a, like a swatch, but a swatch of... Floor what? gravel for your for your carp drive or something. Your drive, yes. Sure set, it's called. Can I have a look? Permeable paving. Permeable. Permeable. It's, it's all little... And it's in a disc shape. 
By permeable, what does it mean? Is it, it water can go through it? So it's permeable. It flood if it, yes, it rains. The water won't just sit on top; it will go in. Ah. Um, and it's got a nice shiny finish, lots of little pebbles, and it's uh, you can see what it's really like if you look at the back because uh, yeah, it's, it's in a nice a, piece of uh, clear petri dish pers- kind of thing, isn't it's like it? Like a little petri dish full of rocks. So I just uh, read what we've got here. Mm. Uh, sure set permeable paving that's what that is and uh, it's called three millimetre bronze general use of course in, in, in yeah I mean what, what but then as it, opposed to specific use they well they they define it because oh. in brackets after general use it says pedestrian stroke light vehicular <laughs> <laughs> and it's medium texture so there you go Let's have a little look at that I want to get a feel of it it looks like a horrible hobnob. A it biscuit. looks like the worst hobnob you've ever seen. Yeah. Sure said. You know what's weird, though? You got this in a charity shop, right? Yes. So someone was in their house, throws over, what can I give to charity? No, you don't know. you remember what, what we said? Oh, one gift? of them. Is this the anomalous one? It certainly is. Oh, where'd you, you get this from? It. it was a gift for my stepmother. What? <laughs> yeah. Why would... So it was the cheapest item, because it was free. Well, that's spoiler alert, so free. There yeah. you go. Oh, right. So I've got one yeah, point, then, got at the least. anomalous. I couldn't lie. No. Three millimetre bronze. That's how deep it is. Why? Did, why? Why so, did she give you this? She said, do you want it? I said, yeah, I'll have it. But why did she have it? Because she's an architect. All right, now it's beginning to make sense. Because yes. I was going to say, why would you find it in a charity shop? And you then wouldn't. why would anyone want to buy it from no a charity shop? No, no one would. It's a strange item. That's why Please I thought I'd note, bring it on. due to the nature of natural aggregate, some colour variation may occur. A grit cast will be applied to all materials when laid on site. This will increase SRV. I don't know what any of that means. No. But I presume it means what you see here is not exactly what you're going to get. It might differ. Yeah. No, what you could do, though, is get a, you could take this and make a little diorama. You could put a little palm, little fake palm tree here and a little teddy bear and sits on like it. And it like a desert island. And it looked like a little mini desert island. You could float it in the bath. It's a diorama base. Yeah, so you could. It could, could be worth something to like a train train set collector. Yeah, it could be, could be everything someone's ever dreamed of. Or if you had like, you could actually use it as, as a drive for... For tiny little cars. For a tiny person yeah for tiny little matchbox cars Darth Vader Mm, I've got a lovely driveway for the Death Star (laughs) what Vader's not gay says you and what if he is he's the dark father (laughs) that sounds like James Brown thing like Darth Vader he's ripping it up no alright so that was free so I already got a point for that right so So, two pound for the funny worm how close was I he's on the nose really yes two pounds exactly holy god I've never gotten it on the nose (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh I said the earworm warmers, earworm warmers, <laughs> ear warmers, <laughs> 75p, how much were they? They were actually 50, so you overvalued the item that I you really thought was did. the worst. Frankly, frankly, judging on the state of them, and the fact that they've now been on your head for more than 10 minutes, is just frankly, ugh. Uh, they're useful. These are going to come in useful if I get really cold ears. Yeah, if there's like a child gone missing and need evidence to track where she was last, then yeah, it might have some DNA evidence use based for them, but no, they're gross. They fold up nice. They do. I'll give you that. They've got a nice fold-up spring action. Uh, ergonomic. Yeah. So there you go. There's a price of shine. Very good. Excellent. All right, so did I win? Yeah, you got two out of three because you spotted the anomaly. Oh. Didn't you? Yes, I'm very proud of myself. I had to lie a bit about getting it from a charity shop. That's fine. I'll let you off. It was a nice piece of shit. And that's the price of shine. And that's right. So with that victory safely under my belt, I can now go forward and say, that's all we've got time for for this oh, that's episode. A shame. Oh, it's such a shame. Oh, oh, boo-hoo-hoo.
people are listening to this going, oh, I wish it was on for seven more hours. <laughs> They're not. They, no one thinks that. It's a nice streamlined episode. Yeah, nice, nice, tidy, compact. So thanks to Ash again for his time and effort. Thanks, Ash. Ash. And um, yeah, if you want to follow us and subscribe, please do. We're on Stitcher, we're on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud, we're on all kinds of networks. We're on the Prodanos network as well. Please subscribe to us because uh, subscribers mean people listen and that means we don't feel like this is all a massive waste of our time. Uh, if you want to get involved with us, you can go to our website, the the website. You can go to our website, www.cheapshow.co.uk. Uh, you can follow us on the Twitter, which is uh, the Cheap Show Pod. Uh, you can follow us there as well. Or, you know, get in touch. Tell us what you want us to see. If you see anything, send us pictures. Cheap stuff. Cheap stuff. We want to see what you find out there. Maybe we can, you know, look online, look what you've sent, and judge it accordingly and mock you for your time and effort. Maybe we could do that. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, so uh, we'll be back in a couple more weeks. Uh, I've been Paul Gannon. And I'm Eli Silverman. Thank you very much. And you've been listening to, once again, the A Comedy Comedy Podcast, which is simply called Cheap Show. Yay! Yay!